Amazon Kids Plus offers a world of content for kids to explore. With digital content designed to grow with kids from preschool to preteen, there's always something new to discover. Explore thousands of books, movies and TV shows, apps and games, and Alexa Kids skills. And with ad-free access to hand-selected content and parental controls, kids can explore safely. Search Amazon Kids Plus on Amazon and your mobile devices. Greetings, my fellow film love sovereign thinkers. Thank you for tuning in to LO3 Podcast. My name is Craig, transmitting from the beautiful realms of planet Earth. Today's date is Friday, December 24th, 2021. Christmas Eve. Plus the title is episode 1456, Everything Going Great. Before I pursue the show... You can listen to me on Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Deezer, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, Jail Sovereign, Anchor, Breaker, Radio Public, and Stitcher. Hit that like button and share it everywhere. Plus, I'm on multiple social media sites. Just type in Loki Luck number three or three eyes, which is no Roman number three. You go to te- you can subscribe to Telegram, Loki Luck Roman number three podcast. If you want to donate, go to paypal.me or cash.app forward slash Loki Luck number three. Mm, yeah, so hopefully everyone's uh, doing their shopping and your gatherings and safe travels wherever you're at. So always spread that love, not just this time, but the entire year and the rest of your life at the best of your ability. Gonna be. Looks like more stuff is going nuts. And um, still want to hit that fear button. In addition, there's some good folks out there. Never give up. So um, I'm just very, uh, very pleased with what's happening to one way in general. Disappointment as well. But um, never let the state bring you down or the man. At least over here in these United States, we still always have the anti-commandeering doctrine. And I recommend everyone out, out there to learn it, exercise it. Oh, I said before, the more you know about your rights, the more you exercise it, the less you fear. Never be over or underconfident. Remain vigilant as is. So I was like looking through a few sites here, some good stuff here. You know, like uh, Woman Brought to Tears by Amazon Driver's Reaction to Surprise. Thank you, Gift. Thank you, Gift at Doorstep. And of course, um, Colorado changed definition of fully vaccinated to require booster shots with no end in sight. So you want to see how many people they can murder and get away with it? Christ became a man, so there might maybe hope for the worst of sinners. So, I was going through censored.news here. 
human trafficking, drugs, and open borders. That's on the New American. Part of the Club of Rome agenda, to be exact. And, of course, you always have... Um, Trump said he didn't pardon Assad or Snowden due to some spying, some spying things. A pardon handler. Yes, I'd be a little bit disturbed about that. But um, I have a feeling more information should be coming out. Speaking of Assange, the um, uh, article caught my eye. And um, from Eric Snowden, by the way, Edward Snowden, Edward Snowden, by the way, did this. This is one that's pretty uh, cool, I would say. Good. It's um, called Everything Go Going Great. Bad Faith, Worst News, and Julian Assange. What's what Mrs. Stone has to say here? It's on uh, edwinstone.substack.com. Don't worry, I will leave it on my footnotes. As it reads here, a gospel, a word from Old English is compound by the means good news. And this gospel that has been uh, in short supply as we head into the Christmas season. Wherever the facts gets me down, I remember that fighting evil, malfeasance, and even suffering. In the headlines is just a sign that the press is doing its job. I don't think any of us wants to wake up in the morning and read everything going great over our eggnog spiked chai. Though even if we do, we know a headline like that is just an indication all that's unreported. Coming into this Christmas season, I find myself beset by odd religious yearnings. I say odd because I am not a believer, not in God, not in governments, not in institutions generally. I try to save my faith for people and principles, but that can lead to some lean years in the slaking of spiritual thirst. I can find a way to attribute my stirrings to the ritualism of COVID, the ab ablutions of sanitizing and masking the penitent, penitent isolation and what does all it mean does it all mean that be, that comes from confronting powerlessness and the caprice of illness but a more convincing source might be the novelty of parenthood religion being a stand in for tradition in general i ask myself what i'm going to leave my child what intellectual or emotional inheritance along with good news i've been thinking of bad faith a phrase that always reminds me of the Thomas, Thomas Python joke, wherein everything bad becomes a German spa. Bad Kissingen, Brad Krustnacht, Baden Baden, bad karma. I'd known the phrase mostly through its legal vintage, but I started noticing it increasingly applied to politics during the Bush Obama store arts. Republicans were always negotiating in bad faith or operating in bad faith, and it only got worse after that. The phrase only became more prevalent once Trump took office, so I was surprised to find that bad faith has roots far deeper than our common law. Male fives, fives, from the Latinist usage, which is fascinating to explore, was originally literal. It used to be to characterize someone who was practicing the wrong religion. From there, it departed into Whitman, Whitman, <laughs> Whitman, excuse, 
but way pre-witness you contradiction. Some, someone who, has, who was in bad faith was divided against themselves. They were of two hearts, or two minds, or more. In this sense, even Jesus might have been in bad faith, being part human and part divine. I'm deeply taken by the generosity of this early definition. There's a sympathy there, a sympathy with the house divided against itself. That's utterly lacking in the commentary sense, wherein bad faith is purposely purposeful malfeasance. This remains for me at least a compelling history of to decode how the phrase that roughly meant unknowingly lie, lying to oneself came to roughly mean knowingly lying to others. I'm sure we all have our favorite, least favorite examples of duplicitous or multipolicious practice. This condition that only later became a practice. But for me, the bad faith category that takes the fruitcake has always been the bureaucratic legalism most familiar to me. Perhaps a better way to put it would be those situations where law opposites justice. You know this phenomenon well. I'm sure the health insurance rep or DMV clerk who says, my hands are tied. Uh, um, police officer or soldier who unironically un invokes some of the most evil law enforcement of last century when they shrug and say, I got my orders, bud. But even those who go on to TV to suggest whistleblowers must, might be protected only if they would submit themselves to proper channels, which is a code for standing on a very particular part of the floor suspended above a tank labeled danger, piranhas. It was Jesus who begged, for, who begged forgiveness for his crucifiers by saying, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. But these excruciating practitioners of bad faith invert the formula. They know exactly what they do, and yet they do it. I wonder if they can even forgive themselves. This Christmas may be, may well be the last with WikiLeaks co-founder Julian Assange will spend outside U.S. custody. On December 10th, the British High Court ruled in favor of extraditing Assange to the United States, where he will be prosecuted under the Espionage Act for publishing tr truthful information. It is clear to me that the charges against Assange are both baseless and dangerous, in unequal measure baseless in Assange's personal care and dangerous to all. In seeking to pr prosecute Assange, the U.S. government is purporting to extend its sovereignty to the global stage and hold foreign publishers accountable to U.S. secrecy laws. By doing so, the U.S. government will be establishing a president for prosecuting all news organizations everywhere, all journalists in every country who rely on classified documents to report on, for example, U.S. war crimes or the U.S. drone program, and, or any other governmental military intelligence activity that the State Department or the CIA or the NSA would rather keep locked away in the classified dark far from public view and even from congressional oversight. I agree with my friends and lawyers at the ACLU. The U.S. government's indictment of, of Assange amounts to the criminalization of investigative journalism. And I agree with myriad friends and lawyers throughout the world that a course of this criminalization is a cruel and unusual paradox, namely the fact that many of the activities that the U.S. government would rather hush up are perpetrated 
in foreign countries whose journalism will not be will now be answerable to the U.S. court system, and the president established here will be exploited by all manner of authoritarian leaders across the globe. What will be the State Department's response when the Republic, Republic of Iran demands the extradition of New York Times reporter for violating Iran's secrecy laws? How will the United Kingdom respond when Victor Orban or Recep Oregon seeks the extradition of Guardian reporters? The point is not that the U.S. or U.K. would ever comply with those demands. Of course they wouldn't. But they would lack any principal basis for their refusal. The U.S. attempts to distinguish Assange's conduct from that of more mainstream journalism by characterizing it as a conspiracy. But when, what, what, excuse me, does that even mean in this context? Does it mean encouraging someone to uncover information which is something done every day by the editors who work for WikiLeaks' old partner, the New York Times and The Guardian? Or does it mean giving someone the tools and techniques to uncover that information, which, depending on the tool and techniques involved, can also be construed as a typical part of an editor's job? The truth is that all national security investigative journalism can be branded a conspiracy. The whole point of the enterprise is for journalists to persuade sources to violate the law and the public interest in assisting that Assange is somehow not a journalist, does nothing to take the teeth out of this president when the activities for which he has been charged are indistinguishable from the activities that our most decorated investigative journalists routinely engage in. I've been turning into, tuning into the bad news this past week. You certainly counter a version of precisely this question. Is Assange an X or a journalist? The insane formula X can be anything. Hackivist, terrorist, lizard person. It doesn't matter that noun you put into this mad lib because the entire exercise is pointless. This kind of sincere, credulous, credulous, smug, or gloating inquiry is the most recent just in time for Christmas. Example, in the flesh and in the world, word bad faith. Presented by media professionals or never in worse faith than when they report on past judgment or other media. Affucation, withholding, meaning, manipulation, meaning, denial. These are just some of the ways in which some journalists, and not just American journalists, have conspired. Yes, conspired to convict Assange in abstentia, and by extension to conviction of their own profession. To convict themselves, or maybe I shouldn't be calling the Geld Automations on Fox or Bill Maher journalists, because how often have they done the hard shoe leather work of cultivating a source or protecting a source's identity or communicating securely with the source or of storing a source's sensitive material securely? All of those activities comprise the soul of good journalism. And yet, those who are precisely the activities the U.S. government has sought to redefine act as a heinous criminal conspiracy. Two-hearted, two-minded creatures, the media is full of them. And too many have been content to accept the U.S. government's determination that what should properly be the highest purpose of the media, the uncovering the truth, 
in the faces of attempts to hide it is suddenly in doubt and quite possibly illegal. That chill in the air this Christmas season. If Assange's prosecution is allowed to continue, it would become a freeze. Bundle up. Well, what can you say about that, my friends? The war on truth. War on the press. Whether if you like Julian Assange or not, it doesn't matter. Another political prisoner you could add to the list. A la Schaefer Cox. January 6th participants. We could even use the um, Grennan, Grennan family for the chlorine dioxide distributions. And you could add Julian Assange to the mix. We could say possibly to Alex Saab, Colombian businessman, they, they accused him of money laundering, got extradited because he was a, had association with President Maduro. A lot of questions you could say. This is very disturbing. It's happening worldwide. The United States is just an example. We've always got tyrannical elements in government, regardless where we're at. And this is why I always stress this to everyone here in these United States. One of our main obligations and heritage is never trust the government. Any questions? Just examine the Declaration of Independence. Why it's been signed by 55 men, I would say. Maybe 56, I have to look at the count again. They all agreed. We should too fulfill that legacy. Not be a yes person. What's been happening in the past couple of years, especially, is getting so obvious. Many folks out there learn to trust the state to take care of them. Don't give me COVID. I want that free shot without reading the fine print, without having a damn clue what can do to them, Lord forbid. I have my personal beliefs too. And even the person like myself have my imperfections. But always gotta be vigilant. Even with these interest disturbing times. It's not just one country, one area. It's worldwide. Factions, they're all almost the same. Political power, lust, greed, and don't give a damn who gets crucified or sacrificed. My side has always been liberty preserving my principles. That's one of my biggest creeds. I practice a lot. Try not to be flip-flopping or contradicting myself. Get a hell of a lot better, I'll admit that. So all you folks out there, think about it. Anyone right now is being illegally persecuted, not, going, not getting due process, and don't give them the right to a fair trial or speedy trial that's still in the damn stinking cages. You could be next. Someone you love. Your neighbor. Even your enemies. Don't wish them any ill, please. The war on the truth has accelerated. It's a spiritual warfare indeed. And, um... Always prepare.
prepare yourselves at the risk of your capabilities. And who the hell cares about the pettiness in life? These bigger things are happening right in front of our noses. What are you going to do about it? Hopefully everyone there have a Merry Christmas, Kwanzaa, and a happy 2022. That will be it. I like everyone for listening. Plus, feel free to download and share throughout your social media networks. Any questions, comments, and concerns, internet account, whatever you do, please send a correspondence to the quorum. Furthermore, I'll leave the footnote of this article on my speaker page. If you want to contact me, go to lookyluck03 at protemail.com. If you want to donate, hit paypal.me or cash.app forward slash lookyluck3. You want to support Edwin Snowden's Substack website. There's plenty of great authors out there. Just go and check it out. And um, I encourage people to support these folks the best you can. Hey, well, they're putting out information to get us to think rather than stagnate or be doctrinated. So um, always observe responsibly. Once again, thank you for your time. Plus, always remember... That the maniac resistance is helping for the soul and can liberate humanity. Until next time, take care of yourselves. Keep on spreading the love. And may your guardian spirits be with you. The holidays are here and you can count on Bravo Supermarkets for all your family favorites with a wide selection of fresh produce, international items, and holiday staples, all at great prices. And if the holiday rush has you running around, you can count on our delicious assortment of prepared foods cooked in-house daily. Visit online at bravosupermarkets.com. That's bravosupermarkets.com to find this week's savings. Bravo Supermarkets, where every aisle leads home.